do it a little bit better. So um, anyway, uh, let's get off studio mode and let's go to this one. What do you Amazing. think about that? Can you shift me slightly to the left? I'm still working on it. I just wanted to get us okay, back okay, up okay, here. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, and no. don't worry, I'll edit Sorry. all of this out of the actual uh, stream upload oh, if we beautiful. ever get that far. Beautiful. That'll be brilliant. And yeah, yeah. So like, this isn't pixel perfect right now. No, but, but I think we'll all agree it's a whole lot better. Oh my hair! Oh, all that stress. <laughs> Oh, oh all that's just destroyed But the thing is, head. I can still do this. Oh, wait, look at <laughs> look, you look, look, look like you've got a funny little arm. And I can go like this. Oh, you see, that, that looks, looks good. Normal, yeah, that looks very that normal. looks weird. <laughs> Tiny hand. It's true. It's true, though. Uh, yeah, and uh, I've got a lot of stuff on my desk that you can see here, which is weird. You can't that's usually do that. Right, that's, yeah. that's interesting. Well, you can see. Okay, so speaking of BlizzCon, we met a friend of ours at BlizzCon who uh, a little bit earlier had asked, uh, he'd been at a con where they were selling um, uh, Chris Metzen special uh, limited edition prints. And you can yes. get these at BlizzCon, but there's no uh, guarantee that you would be able to get these at BlizzCon. Uh, this is from, what, 1995 or something? 1996. It's signed in gold pen. Oh. And that's how you know it's the good stuff, right? By Metzen himself. Metzen. I appreciate Metzen not writing his name in any like joined up letters or anything like no, that. No, no, makes no. It makes no. it more just, eligible. Just it makes it, you know, everyone can legible. see what it is. No mucking around. No, I hate exactly. it when people sign their name in a way that is all squiggly and stuff. And oh, you mean like mine? Well, it's like, well, prove, <laughs> like it. prove it, all right? <laughs> um, and, you know, these, it turns out these are limited edition. They're limited to 500 and um, there was no guarantee that there would be any left for BlizzCons. So, I mean, I think there are still a few left, so I'm letting you know about them now. I'm doing a good shilling job on this, actually. You're doing if you want to go out and you want to buy these, you can do it online, I think, from the from the BlizzCon kind of on online store. But your number will not be as good as mine. Your number will not be as low as mine, because, you know, I got in really, really early. And we all know with limited edition stuff, with numbered stuff, the lower the number, the better, right? That's mm -hmm. how it works. That's oh, yeah. uh, incontrovertible. Oh, yeah. um, exactly. And uh, that's, that's definitely how it works with this. Some people will know this already. Many of you won't. Guess what number my limited edition Grom Hellscreen Chris Metzen 1996 What's the number, Tally? What is the funniest number it could possibly be? I'll give you a clue. It's under 100. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's in the 60s. And I can reveal to you right now that this Grom Hellscreen picture is number 68. Wait. It's quite funny. <laughs> number 68. Uh, oh, it's nice. Like, there you are. 68. Which, you know, if anything... I think is even funnier than yeah, what you were it, thinking of. Because it's a very your expectation, right? Yeah, exactly. It's super, it's super funny. <laughs> like, Maybe you know, the, the number you all th are thinking of would have been funny. I'm not denying it. But if anything, I think mine is funnier. Because <laughs> you're just like, dude, if you'd been, if you'd been one place behind in the queue. <laughs> uh, and I love it. I love that that is, uh, I love yeah. that that is it. So good. So good. Um, so yeah, so we were at BlizzCon. BlizzCon was a blast. We had a really good time. Well, I mean, uh, what do you remember about BlizzCon? The entire I, thing I, is a blur I, to it, me, honestly. It was, it was a blur. I remember uh, good vibes. We got away without getting COVID, which was... <laughs> no, I'm genuinely yeah, no, it's like... And it, well, I mean, you'd say that. Still touch wood at this stage, it, Yeah, I, I mean, it could still be But it has been almost like two lingering. weeks. Well, two weeks now. 
uh, since we picked up our badges. We, yeah. we already had our badges ready to go in two yeah. weeks today, getting ready for the old, uh, um, like, uh, wow, uh, Blizz mixer, content creator mixer that we went to in, in yeah. some bar where there was no alcohol. No, that was just the vibe. But honestly, that didn't, like, dampen my experience at all. mine a little bit because, you know... <laughs> I really love alcohol. Not in a not in a bad no, no. way. And I think in social like, situations, um, people prefer to have the social lubricant of, you know. But the thing is, I actually found having a non-alcoholic cocktail in a can uh was actually quite funny. And it, that was like the thing that was like everyone had a snack or a drink in their hand or whatever, and they were talking to each other. And it was a little bit funny because like <laughs> they were just like it was literally a drink in a can called like Gamer juice or something. Zero. Game, oh, yeah. Like game zero. Or something. Game till you yeah. drop. <laughs> Except you won't drop because of the game zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no dropping here. Um. So that, yeah. So, so I, yeah. All in all, BlizzCon was, was, um, it was great. There are many things that I loved about it. Mm -hmm. Um, there, I have, I have feedback that oh. I will share once we get feedback just about like event planning. Can you tell us about it now? Or, well, um... Yeah, yeah, of course. I think it was, I think pl planning wise, it was like, um, kind of a disaster in a lot of ways. Oh, wow. Um, definitely take a look at, um, Dan Olson and, uh, his dark moon fair video, which is like just literally about line management at dark moon fair, but that didn't work, um, at all. People were, you know, didn't get to experience it. I didn't get to go to the Dark Moon Fair. I didn't get a single like Velcro pin in an egg. Um, no. Well, no. we barely spent any time actually. Okay, so places we did not go. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Moon Fair for obvious reasons, and mm -hmm. many of you in the chat will have had the same problems getting into that. Yeah, watch uh, Dan Olson's new video on it, yeah. Folding Ideas, his YouTube channel. Like it sums it up perfectly. Uh, we didn't even set foot in the Hilton. No, we didn't. We didn't. It was wild. So part of that was us not, you know, not doing as much con stuff. But actually, when you were in the con, it was uh, there was also no seating anywhere. There was nowhere to sit. There were some designated like seating zones, like a kind of like in tavern area. But like maybe 50 people could sit there. And then it was just like hundreds of people standing around <laughs> trying to look at these big screens while they did announcements. Because another thing is no one could get into the arena. I mean, that I didn't expect anyone to get into it, but not even press. Press. Oh, press. No. Honestly, right. Okay, so Evie <laughs> did like this proper kind of, you know, we were we were like we we saw the opening ceremony from our PCs, right? Uh, from from a streaming PC actually in BlizzCon, um, mm -hmm. because we had a streaming slot for for the opening ceremony, which is amazing. Like, yeah. how cool was that? We couldn't really hear anything, we couldn't really see anything, but no. we saw people and it was lovely and um, we we put it on stream obviously loads of viewers tuned in to hear our horrible sound because they mm -hmm. didn't know that we were going to need two microphones even though oh. we told them many many times and, that and, we were going to need or, two or, microphones or even or even two oh, even two chairs like you know we yeah, made sure yeah. and that's something you know we'll, we'll talk with like our contacts and stuff but we're like you know there are two of us you know we both do this and we both want to sit and we both want to stream and ideally we both want to play um, in the end, neither of us played because we were just watching the the, uh, the cinematic. But yeah, and then like the sound was wonky. And anyway, so if you've, if you've watched the video, you will you oh, will see you will. that uh, I I sound like and just randomly halfway through, I sound great at the beginning, and then half well, I mean as great as I ever do, and then and then halfway through, I just I just start sounding like a robot. 
yeah. but not a cool robot. No, like, not like uh, a sexy robot. Yeah, like Stephen Hawking or something. But like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but but just like some weird a robot which is very far like away, super far away. So and it's extremely upsetting. Um, yeah. and and yeah, that is that is a shame, isn't it? Isn't yeah. So kind of like yeah, technical issues, uh, planning issues. Um, uh, uh, like the kind of guilds doing guild clash stuff were absolutely shafted with like. <laughs> You know, t like it's like they're playing on these tiny screens in in the corner, and like everyone was standing around trying to watch them. Um, it was uh, so. I understand. My understanding is that they brought in external people to plan BlizzCon this year, because um, everyone internally who did BlizzCon was let go in the four years. Well, this is the thing, right? <laughs> that when BlizzCon didn't it, happen, well, so. it's not even a like. It is like a when BlizzCon didn't happen thing. Of course it is. Yeah. But yeah. that is something that we've had lots of experience of. Don't you remember when we were actually like hosting the q a and stuff yeah and like the uh the producer the stage manager um of the entire show who was calling the entire show making all the lights change and the background screens change and mm -hmm. things like that and he was awesome and he he was doing everything and we were chatting to him just before we went on he was like yeah well you know i don't actually work for blizzard anymore i got let go in like the last round of layoffs yeah. uh but they had no one else to do this mm -hmm. so they asked me to come along and do it and i enjoy doing it so much because like people who work for blizz do people who work for blizz love that stuff um and uh yeah like incredibly upsetting um uh Tally, i thought the video you had to do major adjustments to came out fine okay yeah so that was uh, that was a whole different uh ball oh, game I, I, I guess we'll get to that but yeah. then um yeah so we we did the stream and uh we uh then ran to the arena to try and catch the um the what's next panel because mm -hmm. that was like very soon after yeah you, when everyone looked at the the schedule for blizzcon do you remember everyone was like wait there's this weird gap in between yeah. the opening ceremony and the what's next panel there's an a gap of like an hour Ooh, what could mm, it be what could that be unannounced survival game <laughs> wow two warcraft four starcraft what's it gonna be how exciting and then when the actual schedules came out and it turned out that blizzcon like the opening ceremony was actually gonna be Just two hours, two hours. Long. And it, was, it like, was long wasn't it it was really long and i i yeah so I, i'm sure it would have been really fun to kind of sit in the audience and watch it and stuff um so yeah so basically i uh there there are just issues with kind of like planning and people management again like dan covers this in his video really well but having a lack of panels happening um meant that it was really streamlined it's like boom 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 you get all your information pretty quickly um but it also meant that there was nothing for uh nothing for people to do when uh, those panels weren't happening which would have been filled with like voice actor panels and art panels and just meet cool people who do stuff on the game panels yeah um and so it meant that everyone was just roving taking cool selfies with the sword which was fun or trying to get into into or the dark fair queuing or queuing and then with the, with yeah the sword. so yeah, like yeah. so the experience of pa so panels were replaced by queues basically um yeah so it was uh so yeah so but that i mean i enjoyed the news i had a good time i had a really good time with you i had a really good time with like all of our friends and fellow creators that we met patrons um you know, nice being in SoCal, seeing the sun for a little bit. Do, so, do you think when when uh when it comes back next year, mm -hmm. do you think it is uh something they will do to have panels in all the different halls again? I don't know. I hope so. But if they don't, Liz, please create seating 
seating for people well, seating say, for the people hold on seating for the yes yeah, seating for the people and seating for press like because because it's our job to like literally run to different places and panels sit focus um we went into the press room I had we you know we got a free lunch which was really nice but the uh the actual like screen was just a little screen and the wi-fi was really janky so we were like trying to listen to this thing obviously people are talking they're working they're like writing articles so even the, the like the from the press perspective it, it also didn't feel good so just just more seats i just i just want more seats i just want to know that at some point i will have a guarantee that i can like sit down but i guess that's what the portal pass was <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah not not even joking it's like, just we, like 750 bucks for some somewhere to sit which honestly oops, that's the wrong screen uh, sorry yeah. oh whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa, yeah. Whoa. i just clicked the wrong button sorry whoa, whoa. <laughs> look i'm still exciting. getting used to this all right yeah no 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 we're still setting this up live, live production um yeah. So yeah, what what did you what did you think of of BlizzCon Tally? What was uh, your like kind of overall? Right. Well, overall, the initial uh, emotion that I I felt for BlizzCon was relief. Mm-hmm. Um, like a hundred percent. It mm. was just beautiful to be back there. It was. It felt really really important to uh have it as an event happening. And I I, I felt I felt this about um a lot of people have said this this idea that. I feel like over, bear in mind, the last BlizzCon was before uh, Shadowlands even launched. And like a year before Shadowlands even launched. The last BlizzCon was the BlizzCon that Shadowlands was announced at, mm. which is wild. Absolutely crazy. That's... You were heavily pregnant with our first son. I know. We have two children we now. We had he zero children. We had school uniform every day. We had zero to children. To to I yeah, know. It's insane. <laughs> the world insane. has changed, right? Um, yeah. So, like, there's that. And um, uh, so there's just been a lot of time. And in that time, Blizzard. Uh, and and WoW in particular, right? Because that's what we care about. Has gone through a, a major crisis mm. of of confidence, of quality, um, and of kind of human rights. <laughs> you know, um, and, yeah. and and it's it's that thing where I I think probably not coincidentally the reasons that uh, uh, um blizzcon couldn't happen coincide with the reasons of the game going through a really tough time uh and and uh people's confidence in the game being really low and going to try other things and um yeah yeah and and it it feels like all of the feedback obviously that we've had on the game and that people working on the game have had on the game and that people making content on the game have been hearing about the game has all come from online voices mm. which is fine and brilliant and great but i kind of had forgotten how refreshing it was every year to meet real people uh, oh, face to face um, and, Just you know, best. like a, a biased cross-section of people because they're the kind of people that care enough to travel and go to a convention about their favorite video games and mm -hmm. things like that. So, you know, it's not like the average person on the street, but it is the people that care most uh, to a certain degree. Or, you know, it's it's a selection of the people. Yeah, that care people who care and who have the resources to come to BlizzCon. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, I did kind of think that it was beautiful to actually kind of just be around people that just like a video game <laughs> oh, you know it's um, the best feeling and exactly yeah yeah and and just are engaging with this thing because it's something they like mm -hmm. and uh 
that's on the online space that is so unusual because you've got a whole bunch it would be like it would be like kind of sharing your family album just randomly online instead of just like getting it out at christmas and showing it to people it's like obviously when you get it out at christmas and show it to people everyone loves it and everyone cares and everyone's like interested in it and engaged in it because like they're like oh yeah yeah oh, brilliant photos yeah oh, i remember you when you were that young and stuff like that and then if you just put it online obviously you're gonna get a whole bunch of people that don't care and they're just slagging it off and, and you know, have, why would you care what they think? But you do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like, it was just really nice to be around um, just, just people who, who want to see the best in stuff and not in a kind of a shilly way, not in a kind of toxic positivity way, but it's like, this is a shared interest that we have. Um, and yeah we uh, want to enjoy it and yeah, it's fun yeah, yeah. yeah uh and and which at the end of the day is a video game and like sorry i'm trying to find the yeah. right screen now I've, uh... <laughs> the screen's gone yeah but yeah, yeah like uh, um that is at the end of the day a video game that we like to play and we all put our time and money into it uh so we want it to be as good as it can be um but yeah, it, it was really refreshing and I, it's, it's going to sound, I, I've become so terminally online that I'd forgotten <laughs> how, how that feels. Like just to chat with people about WoW um, in a way that wasn't like framed, you know, through or filtered through like Reddit or Twitter <laughs> or like YouTube comments, you know. So, yeah. um, so that was like a, a joy and a pleasure and that will carry me through a, a while um, of just like having a normal headspace <laughs> yeah, yeah. about world of warcraft uh and being able to like critique it and talk about it but not lose could you uh, just, uh, move your monitor down just a, a millimeter or so it's just just catching in the edge of the frame is it yeah yeah hey oh. oh. i really appreciate that just uh, you know uh, oh you've put it back up again there. oh is it oh maybe yeah oh it's not that oh it's no. not your monitor it's just the edge of the sofa forget it yeah, don't worry yeah, all fair. is good <laughs> sorry episode one still just getting to to grips oh, yeah, with a, a few, the, yeah yeah it looks sofa. like yeah. a it looks like a thing in the frame but yeah. it's not sorry yeah. you can put your put your Thanks. monitor Thanks. up as high a, as you a, like yeah. yeah okay i think i've sorted the different screens now i think we're good this is this is this is the shared screen and we can switch to to individual uh close-up uh, screens whenever we want yes. so that's awesome yay thank you thank you uh brilliant so yeah uh blisk and what i felt really good to be yeah and and um one of the reasons i've always said that i i really really wanted bellular to go to blizzcon right? mm. um because he's never gone he he before this year he's always invited obviously because he's one of the the biggest wow creators there is and just like we are because we are you know full disclosure as press we are flown out by blizzard uh got quite nice seats on the plane this year as yeah, well didn't lovely. We? Uh, lovely. they book our hotel and stuff we book uh days either side of the, the days that they book us so we can stick around and see people and, and do the, the live weekly reset and things yeah. like that um but you know he, he never goes previously because quite frankly you can make more videos by staying at home do more work you yeah, know stay yeah. on top of things better yeah absolutely and that's why traditionally he's been able to get out I, I think the record was 14 videos he managed to get out across the space of two days uh for blizzcon 2018 or 17 the bfa oh, wow. announcement yeah, the, i think yeah. it was wow. and it was absolutely wild. and you know why wouldn't you do that no, of and, course. and you wouldn't be able to do that if you're there and that's something he's always kind of uh had in the back of his mind i guess and i've always said like i'd love you to go and just kind of you know you just just 
be there amongst people that love the game and uh it just gives you a different outlook on the entire community and Mm -hmm. the entire scene and if you've only ever experienced the community um through youtube and through like twitter and and twitch and stuff then it's 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 not quite the same and like respect to the boy absolutely came this year yeah um and and, and really came Oh my goodness. <laughs> he, he arrived like a bull in a china shop. It was amazing. Yeah. I saw that guy like three times over the course of the weekend. <laughs> we hung out uh, like uh, for, he came to the live weekly reset yeah, which is great. Uh, and we hung out after that. And that dude was off his twat the whole time. <laughs> That man was a drunk man. He he threw himself into BlizzCon with both feet. uh, And and he had a brilliant time. Like, I I think he got like two videos out or something the whole time. He had some prepared ones that came out. Um, And uh, because he was just as I hoped he would, throwing himself into the community and meeting people and hanging out and, you know, having photos taken and just like chatting with people and having a great time. And I know he said uh, on on a tweet, um, and, you know, take all his tweets from BlizzCon with a pinch of salt because, you know, wasn't very sober, but he said in a tweet that it has given him a new outlook on on the community and things and and not that he he needed to improve his outlook that's not what i'm saying but it is just refreshing to have that change to have that change in outlook and i i yeah i I, i'm i'm really excited i i I, having that is very refreshing and there are there are devs who have uh worked at blizzard for four years who have worked on world of warcraft for four years Mm -hmm. who have never had a blizzcon who have never met anyone there like who have never met anyone who just likes the game who Mm -hmm. isn't online Mm -hmm. and things like that okay came in like a wrecking bell absolutely (laughs) um and and you know this was their first chance to actually get feedback from live people in mm-hmm. the flesh mm-hmm. kind of uh, kind of letting them know that they enjoy their work and things like that and that must be crazy like that yeah. that's wild that people haven't had that uh, and there are loads of kind of dev meet and greets and like dev signings happening throughout as well like those were a little bit harder to find um but yeah so you just you just got to see yeah people who had been working on the game who who made great stuff finally getting to just like interact with um their audience like it you know really kind of positive like zone so uh, i yeah that that about it was was brilliant and i will yeah like i say i will carry that little feeling with me <laughs> for as long as i can <laughs> until the internet kind of like grinds me under its heel again uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you give as good as you get on the internet yeah well well yeah right exactly um <laughs> so yeah so so that was blizzcon and then we came back here we are and 10.2 is here well quite except uh, that wasn't quite all i don't want to i don't want to oh, finish no, talking going, about this going. because yeah we've, we've described the incredibly uh satisfying social element of blizzcon mm. uh which it is and that's pretty much all that we did really be uh, apart from the friday friday was our busy work day and so that's the day when we did the live stream in the morning and saw the announcements and not a great way to to watch announcements obviously because uh like i say they they had only originally thought we would need one mic and one head uh, one set of headphones between the two mm-hmm. um effie's mic is cutting out a bit is that is that true oh or is that someone just like uh is I don't that know. someone just giving us nonsense anyway I don't know. um and uh it meant that 
Evertel, your entire experience of listening to the announcements happened from a big screen the other side of hall d right yeah so i was i was able to hear the announcements uh coming through the computer even and and, and that was obviously had a delay on it from the stream because we were just watching the official stream yeah um and and seconds. you were getting your announcements echoing across the hall about 10 seconds before well <laughs> like, but I what was that like i couldn't actually hear it because it was just muffled sound and people shouting um and then because there was no sound coming through my headphones either um so we put the um closed captioning on like the auto-generated closed captioning so sorry for anyone who was watching that um yeah uh so yes yeah, so, so again not like the best circumstances to like experience but did you have like that. any uh kind of impressions of when things were about to get yeah wild of course, by, of course. because I, I i could sometimes hear like cheering and stuff happening yeah and like well i can't wait to hear what that's about yeah, in 10 seconds exactly. time on the on there, the stream there would be cheering there would be like every now and then chris metzen's voice would like you know cut through and but yeah so i could hear when something Didn't was chris happening metzen's but I voice what appear it was. in your head like the yeah, voice yeah, of yeah, like, exactly exactly like, just like just like that yeah. Oh, sorry. Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that was there anything that kind of revealed itself to you? Uh like a big news or whatever that that, that you knew about no. before it happened to us on No, because I couldn't make any of the words out. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, yeah. So I knew things were coming, but I couldn't actually decipher the content. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Oh well. Oh well. Um and, and, and it meant that kind of our you know, we got the basics of the announcement. Uh, well, I, 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 I think I got the announcement pretty well, but obviously Evertel just had to live off the basics of the announcement. Well, yeah, and the of, closed captioning. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Which, which was done live. You know, yeah. it wasn't wasn't great. Just the auto captioning. Um, so, so there was like you know fragmented kind of information coming out there, mm -hmm. and then we had to run to. Uh, well, we, we tried to get into the arena to see the What's Next panel. Yeah, we... um, and one of the things, there's a, a couple of things that are weird about only having uh, like panels in the arena is that, um, well, one, it, it, it's weird because there's nothing else happening in any of the other halls. Mm. You have screens which are there ostensibly for people to watch the panels on, but like Effie said, there's no real seating or anything. You know, there's some kind of beanbag areas and things like that. No one wants to sit in those beanbags, man. No, and, and like well, I'm well, not touching a beanbag. Well, and you wouldn't at a be able convention. to anyway because like they are <laughs> they are occupied by people who have been there since first thing in the morning, right? So you're not gonna. There's nowhere to kind of do it. You kind of hang around outside, and. Um, the, the second thing that that does is it means like everyone in every hall is just wandering about looking for something to do. Yeah. Whereas before there were panels happening in every hall. So that is actually really good at kind of just taking out like a third of the people in that hall yeah. and putting them in just one place giving them something and sitting them down. Yeah. And, and like and a, a panel that is like ch your chosen flavor, like your yeah, chosen exactly. game something and the really, thing that really you're watch. interested in. Whereas exactly. now it was like, one location for all of the announcements mm -hmm. for every ip and every game and like it's a really long way to get there yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, yeah. so, so you so all those people which is like a third of the population of each hall who would usually have uh been you know sitting down watching a cool panel were instead wandering around like, looking for anything to do and so yeah. you know they can't get into the dark moon fair because like a five hour queue there there's a huge queue to go and have your photo taken with the sword and stuff like that um so a a kind of knock-on effect that that had was that any content creators walking on, anyone with even like 
I would like we're not Z list fame. We're like whatever alphabet has more letters than our alphabet. The last letter of that alphabet. We're, we're like that Omega, level fame, like right? Omega yeah, list. yeah, I yeah. know. But <laughs> what that means is that yeah there's more it's harder and i this this is the same for everyone that i spoke to it's harder for content creators to get anywhere because you always get stopped and asked for photos and and to say hello to people and to mm-hmm. just chat and stuff and it's brilliant it's oh, like yeah. the best thing mm-hmm. about blizzcon it's it's awesome but it was and it was still awesome it was not any less awesome but it was constant and if yeah. you if you stopped to talk to someone there would be like a queue a queue would form by spontaneously the time, by the time you people got formation. nothing else to do in that hall yeah, except yeah, yeah, queue yeah. right it's like oh, i can't i can't it's pointless joining the queue to get into the sword i can't, it's like this the queue to get in dark moon fair is like horrendous oh there's a small queue to talk to talies never tell kind of hate those guys but it's something to do right something to do i was like oh so so another so another thing we did was um we did uh, a meet and greet. We oh, did, I'm, like, try- a... I'm trying to do this in like, uh, oh. like so that we. Like, I'm trying to do this in kind, some kind of like okay, uh, order okay. of how it happens. So okay, okay, no, I see, I see what you're okay. doing. Keep going, but, keep like, going. Yeah, then. Um, so, so obviously, every single person we met, it was brilliant. Please think, don't think that I wish we hadn't met you or anything like that. It was incredible, and, and yeah. you know, it, like I so love good. it. It's the so best good. thing ever. Um, and but it did mean that it took us much much longer to get anywhere um and i think it was the same for most content creators uh, the only the only people that could get anywhere they wanted to super fast mm-hmm. was that k-pop band oh my gosh we were like literally shoved out of the way as they came through I, i'd gotten i gotten myself a bubble tea and they were like out of the way and i was like oh my god we, we saw well they're bodyguards they did <laughs> yeah yeah the bodyguards they, they, like, they, they, their wrists know. were tiny they would not have been able yeah, to push they didn't you out actually the push me like, the way, but like the momentum of them walking through yeah the crowd exactly just, like, but we, it was everyone. so funny because you could see them coming from like two halls away. Know, like, there was like oh, this commotion wow. kind of going on <laughs> the, and, like, the crowd parting like the sea yeah yeah and just like these huge dudes with glasses like and then these beautiful 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 elfin kind of like uh, well because i didn't even clock who they were and i was like yeah, no, I was like I, are they like are they like an overwatch team <laughs> or do you know what i mean no it's like oh i guess it's like one of the overwatch teams in the arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um so we got to the arena just before the what's next started just in time to be uh, told obviously there was no room in the arena and evie was all like yo yo i think there is for press yeah and, and i was like, like I bet there, there <laughs> must be, there must be. And then we, you know. And they're like, only press seats available for the opening ceremony. Yeah. So, so like after that, press seats was, were just like, they didn't exist, yeah. which is good for everyone else. Which bad for anyone who wanted to cover any of the, any, any of the events. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to run up to the uh, the press section mm-hmm. and the, the internet in the press section was dodgy AF. Like the stream was worse it than was this It was rubbish. Stream. It was only being shown on one small TV and the other TVs were showing other stuff. And uh, and it was just like 10 of us standing, eating wraps <laughs> from a box, like trying to listen to this, um, which was which was uh, a challenge. It was hard. It was hard. Yeah. So uh, we, we kind of got a fragmented version of the What's Next panel then. Yeah. And then literally one minute after the What's Next panel finished, we had to be in the interview suites to interview uh, Taryn Gregory and Frank. You say the name so much better than me. Kowalkowski. Kowalkowski. But I mean, like the Polish pronunciation would be like... Kowalkowski? K- Kowalkowski. Yes. But like, but like, pronunciation but, is but on like, point. But as uh, he, he strikes me as like an American, so I don't know how he... I don't know his choice pronunciation 
pronunciation, but probably. I, I, I feel like a, a couple of generations ago, his his ancestors decided to change it to Kowski rather than Kofsky, right? Well, you you just it's or, just or society decided to change it. You for know, him, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just it's just how they're. Pronounced, but he is he's right? one of your peoples, right? Uh, presumably well, a, a Polish American. He's both of your people. Pre presumably, yeah. Awesome. Um. So yeah. So so we had to run to an interview with them. In, like literally immediately following like instantly following that panel and we we're as we were going we we're like what are we what qu what are we gonna ask them <laughs> what are we gonna talk about and then um yeah exactly we hadn't really heard much of the what's next panel so and we like, the like, stuff we had learned we were like wow brilliant and then wow. we think all these questions off the top of our head yeah. and that's why you'll see it on the second channel the interview isn't great <laughs> I think it's fine for, for what it is because I'm really glad you gave it context on the video mm -hmm. because without it people would be like this is a rubbish interview but once you know that it's in a moment in time Oh so you accept that people would have thought it was a rubbish interview uh, if well, I hadn't given context Published like days <laughs> later Yeah yeah because it's like wait we know all this stuff already So um uh yeah um yeah, so, so that was another another little challenge. And then we just had enough time to go and take all of our stuff back to the hotel room. Yeah. And then we went to our meet and greet. Yes. So we Which we had been promised was gonna be on a Saturday when we agreed to do it. Yeah, and so then they're like, oh no, it's uh it's on a Sunday. And oh sorry, it's on the it's on, it's on the first day, it's on the Friday. And uh, yeah, you just gotta yeah, just or Saturday, whatever. The first day. It was yeah, it was then uh that we ran to it, and that was cool because we were like, uh, you know, no comment before the storm this year no kind of big unofficial community event happened this year which was a real shame but totally understandable given like late notice um like it being announced very late and uh not having time to kind of you know come together basically so we're like yeah okay let's do um let's let's do it let's do the official the official meet and greet um sorry i just want to jump into this is it a super chat is that what they call it on you on youtube oh nolgar thank super you super chat from nolgar uh yeah why didn't they give us a, a live feed i don't know i don't know so Instead, that, that, more, that would have been like the obvious thing yeah, to do right yeah so more um more questions for 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 the, going on my feedback form uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh so so we yeah sorry meet and greet yeah meet and greet uh and we were really excited right so it was like it was us it was preach it was fandy um bajira uh and platinum yeah and uh, we had met platinum the day before yeah we were like oh in, cool uh, and we met so many good people at the the wow mixer yeah. who, who i all remember perfectly because of course there was no alcohol there exactly um and it was it was brilliant we met like i'm not going to list names and stuff because there were just basically every wow content creator uh was there and it was it was awesome it yeah. was so so cool yeah. to just like see people in the flesh and what was really striking to me about the mixer and then later the uh meet and greet and kind of general social gatherings like that mm -hmm. was how last time we were at blizzcon obviously we uh hosted the q a and we felt like that was our blizzcon right we were made to feel so important we got like chaperoned everywhere we were backstage you know we had the live weekly reset for the first time oh, that yeah. year and stuff like that and it just felt like yeah this is great we're mm -hmm. having a, a this is you know we felt really really in the center of everything which was great before that we'd always been kind of you know the the 
fresh young things in the yeah, content create a theme like, and stuff yeah. like that yeah we, we were meeting devs for the first time and stuff it's like our first couple of blizzcons and what mm -hmm. have you and in the four years since obviously it's been really cool because you've had like all of these new content creators oh, come through so like many. genuine young people yeah. who, who are like genuinely folks. cool and uh genuinely sort of enthusiastic about wow in a way that you yeah. know jaded old farts like us kind of uh aren't naturally maybe i don't know um and it was it was beautiful it was so nice to see and people that we follow obviously and that we mm. watch like okay mage um and a million other people and yeah. platinum right yeah um and uh like so nice to see this new generation of wow content creators sort of uh making themselves known yeah and and kind of arriving on the scene and bringing a younger audience into the game as well that's always something i, I yeah. say is that you know people talk about oh no young people play wow no new players are coming to the game and how can we make it better for them and stuff and it's like there are loads of young players playing this game there are young players uh, you know they don't they don't pick it up at the same rate that they might pick up call of duty or like Fortnite or like you know whatever but they're there and there's there's a a, a constant steady stream of young players particularly in the mm. last few years actually well a yeah. because like young players are so much more noticeable now because we're so old but also the fact that um we're just getting to the kind of age where people that started playing wow 20 years ago have got literal teenage children now yeah. who are picking up the game as well if, the, if their parents are still playing it right yeah. And um, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's so wild like i mean I, kind of a tangent but the same same point like we, i was talking with our sister-in-law recently and we were just you know catching up about going to california and stuff and she was like oh you know i love all that stuff she's like it was always my dream to go to america and you know i grew up watching youtube and i was like you grew up what i had to like stop and i like had to like compute and i'm like i remember youtube coming out when i was in college yeah. and watching it and she was like you know i grew up on x y and z on youtube and i was like yeah that's different <laughs> That's, yeah. uh, that's different and then yeah there are people who are like playing wow with their kids there are people who are like learning about wow through social media and youtube in a way that they never would have before because you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gone on to the you know forums mm. and then been like oh now i'm gonna play wow although to be fair i did learn about world of warcraft through my friend's live journal I'm posting her Torin oh, screenshot. Sorry, I'm just stuck in this time machine right now. Like, yeah. I am in a time <laughs> capsule right now. I feel yeah. like, wow, my goodness. I need to, I, well, my hair is already side parted. I have an old haircut. But yeah, I feel like I need to change into like, I need to grow my, my uh, sideburns a little bit and get them all spiky around my chin. Yeah. I need to like, yeah, I need to get my, my yeah. 2000s clothes really on right crazy. here. This is amazing. So yeah, so anyway, like it's, uh, it's, it's, it's super, it's super interesting seeing the landscape of wow, like consumers and creators change and so we met platinum but we platinum only Platinum is like we only 18 <laughs> yeah. a model yeah. probably in a band yeah that dude is definitely in a ska punk band. Oh, like uh, do not ska punk ska punk is maybe no, he, a bit he definitely is in a dub band a dub right <laughs> yeah dub yeah i don't know probably um and the only reason we recognized him is because he, he literally had his like avatar his little icon printed mm -hmm. on his name tag and we we're like oh platinum and then we got to chat and stuff so we did so that's the 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 um kind of uh, party we had the night before and then yeah. at the meet and greet it was just us up there and the format again feedback was <laughs> really <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, ever tells real name is karen and uh... <laughs> um 
it's not. Um, it, it it was just like so. Uh, there was a there was a there was a, a row of us sitting in these chairs, um, and uh, then uh, there was a big queue of people, and there they. I still don't hundred percent understand how it worked. They would let in one or two people at a time, and then I think the idea was like you kind of go to the creator you want to see the most maybe um and if some of them are next to each other maybe you can get to talk to two of them uh rules seem to be like no talk like very minimal they were talking. very strict rules. they were extremely so I- strict and they were like um uh you get a signature or you get a selfie not both don't if someone started being like hey i th- really nice to meet you i've been watching you guys a massive security guard would step in and be like move along and uh who was a really sweet guy he was he was just like he was doing his job and he was doing a really good good job of what he was told to do and we kind of joked about it with him but it made for like a horrible experience for people being like shoved through this like conveyor belt of like a one signature no not a signature and a selfie some people snuck both some people like some people did like here's a little bracelet and then we're just like shoved shoved away and then we're forced to kind of like not say hi to some other creators or like maybe did or maybe we're just so that was like a very strange you know it was a joy to talk to everyone we could as, as quickly as we could because they were literally like five seconds next person um yeah i think yeah. the problem there is that basically we are just like youtube podcasters uh, today we are. Oh, we are. Today we are. Today YouTube we are. podcasters. How do you feel? Is it nice? Nice new <laughs> career path? No, we're basically just YouTubers, right? Um, and you know, Preach is is very famous, but it's basically just a YouTuber, and 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 like Bajira is super famous, but he's just a YouTuber and streamer, right? And I think the problem was that the line had been set up as if we were Mariah Carey, right? Yeah, like as the if line had been set up, for, like, and, and they, like... they were going by rules. Or like K-pop stars, right? That had been developed for people much more famous than us. Yeah. So there is that thing of like, yeah, you have to, you can have a photo with one person, you can get signed by one person. Can't be the same person. Exactly. Like, and 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 yeah, if you lingered, the dude was like, whoa, 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 keep it moving, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, it was, it was really not. It was a bit upsetting, honestly. Yeah, because it it went so. Yeah. Yeah, and I felt really sorry for anyone that had to go through that just to meet us. But there is also the awkward thing. And like every time they were getting like harried through or whatever, we were like, I'm really, I'm really sorry about this. This kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm just very sorry. And the dude, the, the, the security guy actually came up to us and was like, he's hey like, man, I'm like, not a bad dude. He's like, I'm just doing my job. And we were yeah, like, yeah, we were like we, yeah, no, yeah, no, I get, no, like, absolutely. I get you're doing your job, but we have to say that to them because yeah. it, makes, it makes people feel better that they understand that yeah. it's not us that's harrying yeah, them Yeah, and we're right? like, no, no, no. Because <laughs> as you may know, like we love, we like, we love stopping and chatting with everyone and like it's genuinely just the best part yeah. like actually getting to talk to people well, and, and the thing is it's not actually very good for us because all that happened was at the end of the meet and greet we just spent an hour meeting everyone that we hadn't been able to meet and the, and, and re-meeting people that had got hurried through so we we literally after the meet and greet we just jumped over the barrier and just started another it, it was initially like, just to talk to like a couple of people and then a queue formed and we were there for another hour like longer than the actual meet and greet yeah, was kind of meeting people just, which was brilliant um but kind of maybe we could have just fitted all that into the meet and greet yeah I don't know. exactly exactly <laughs> and this isn't to say like oh it, we just had so many people it was more like we just wanted to give the few people who did come like yeah, exactly. a proper amount of time and like respect for them as well you know yeah, yeah. and so we so you know that was the, it was a shit show it was yeah, it yeah. was actually 
Um, but then the funniest thing happened. Speaking of like queuing dynamics and conventions, like so, you know, we're we're doing the after the meet and greet queue, which was like literally right. Oh, sorry, literally right next to where the meet and greet was, like literally just behind it. So it was very odd very odd um and then people were kind of like lining up and we got to like properly chat with people and take some photos <laughs> and then a guy came up oh this will, i will never forget this he came up and he was like kind of nervous and we were like oh okay cool and i was like hey how's it going and he was like yeah um so what do you guys do and we were like oh um yeah, uh, and I was like, I'm an astronaut, and this is Tally. Like the definition of a dude that had just seen a queue and joined it. <laughs> and and so we were kind of like making a bit of a joke about it, and he was like, oh, yeah, um, cool, uh, right. And I was like, no, 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 we make, we make videos about World of Warcraft. And he was like, oh, yeah, um, and he clearly did not want to be there. Yeah, <laughs> and like, it's so weird. And, and we were like... just like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, uh, clearly did not want to talk to us. Then he was like, well, can I get a photo? And we were like, why? And there's like 20 people in the queue behind you. Like, we should have gone like half an hour ago. I it's know. like, we'd love to just speak to just, people that want to be there. And it was there. so it was funny. So and like, funny. no shade to him, but he clearly just like, he's well, a little like, bit of shade. Maybe a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit. A little bit. You could have just been like, oh, okay, whatever. See ya. You know, like, but it was really funny. And then he was like, and then we took a photo. This kind of like, <sighs> like, well, I think the face I pulled. I think I think the face I pulled actually uh, was. <laughs> Which do you know what? I'd imagine is probably a similar face to what he's got on a lot of his photos. If that's how he approached the, yeah. the convention. It is a thing where you know if you are wandering around just looking for stuff to do because mm -hmm. there's not many panels totally. on. If, if the panel that is on the one panel that is on at a time is not a panel you're interested in, then there is a lot. There it was felt a lot more aimless this year. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So there was a thing where people would see a queue. And they would join it. And if it was something they wanted to do when they got to the end, awesome. If not, totally. awkward photo time, I yeah, guess. Not, yeah, exactly. And uh, and so, yeah, <laughs> so he was totally just a victim of, I say, just like poor planning and, yeah, these like spontaneous cues that formed and stuff. And, you know, it was just really funny how it played out. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> cool. cool. Um, um, and, and that was the end of our work at BlizzCon. Uh, that was that was all well, well, apart well. from okay. So yeah, well, another funny thing that happened <laughs> was uh, we got really, really lucky. Um, we do the live weekly reset uh, every year. That's like a staple now. Presumably, everyone watching this knows the weekly reset. It's our it's our it's weekly show, our news weekly show, show about WoW, uh, and it's it's scripted and. Um, Last BlizzCon, we did a live version of it in front of about, I think we got about 80 people in the room in the end, which is really, really good. Like, we just yeah. booked a little room, um, a little convention like room at the Hilton. Like yeah, exactly. And we did it live, and it was incredibly stressful to write a script in a few hours, but I did it. And we had like a cool little yeah. kind of, uh, and you know, lots to talk about because Shadowlands had just been announced, and it was all the amazing, cool things that make the game really good after the disappointing BFA, right? I was like, yeah, no, yeah. it's going to be amazing. And, uh, and but that being the first year that we'd done the weekly reset live i didn't know if i was gonna be able to write a script and i was like oh, i don't mm -hmm. know if i'm gonna be able to write any jokes i don't know practice. if i'm just gonna have complete writer's block 
and you know working yeah. on a deadline of you know in a few hours there's an audience going to be in that room waiting for it i thought probably best to have a backup plan as well so if the script is really short there's still something to put in the video and still something for people to see if they're staying later at blizzcon to see this show and everything and um so we had this idea of a round table and we got some cool people into the round table mm -hmm. like uh patrick beja was at the round table yeah. and peculiar from wowhead was at the mm -hmm. round, round table and it was like a little podcast set up on, yeah. a, on a table and we talked about it and it was really really Loved good it. fantastic it. and so we thought we better do the same this year just in case mm -hmm. can't write a script as it happens the script that i wrote was 35 minutes was, this year and i th it was brilliant it, it was, was a very so good, good. Was it was really a really good really funny yeah i would not want to do it at a non expansion reveal BlizzCon, no, put it that way no, well maybe i want here that would be next BlizzCon, so we'll see right um and um we were thinking about who we want to get on the round table and evie was like who is your ideal guest list yeah for uh the round table and we got everyone we wanted i was like well peculiar because she's awesome and brilliant and will be a guest on this show in the very near future because uh, we want to have guests on this show this is like episode one so we're just feeling our way in yeah but i think it'd be really easy to get guests involved and and especially Absolutely. with this setup just like i've just set up little, now little box on yeah the screen. exactly and like um uh we and she was like yeah and i was like okay well um did you just upload a video midstream? Oh yeah, I scheduled a video on the oh, second channel. Yeah, if you follow our second <laughs> channel, there's a new video on the second channel literally right now. Yeah, nice. good spot. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good advert. Um, I can't even remember <laughs> what the video is or what it's called, but it's there. It's scheduled. It's live. Yay! <laughs> um, I know this is this is us. Like, is this what they call a passive income? I don't know. No, no nothing <laughs> um, about this is passive. And like, uh, yeah, very true. And. Um, you know, I was like, I want Peculiar. Mm. Soul would be really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Soul so breezy. Uh, I'd like Bellila as well, if mm -hmm. he's about. But I don't know if he's going to be about. And at that point, we did know Bellila was going to BlizzCon. Yeah. But we, he hadn't announced it. No, he hadn't said he hadn't anything. It, which made me think he was going to be hosting the, uh, the uh, WoW Q&A. We hadn't heard anything about the WoW Q&A. But I was like, right, we haven't heard about the WoW Q&A yet. We know Bellila is going to be at uh, BlizzCon, but he hasn't announced it. Uh, mm -hmm. on his twitter or anything so those two th why are they both being secret the wow q a yeah. and belly are being on? a secret and it turned out i was completely wrong obviously yeah there was no wow q a that's why they hadn't mentioned it and bell <laughs> hadn't mentioned blizzcon because his full intention was to go there not make any videos and just drink and have fun which is exactly what you should do um and awesome so but i knew belly was going to be there so I was like, i'd love to get bell and complete like shot like pie in the sky blue hat thinking mm -hmm. absolute best case scenario <laughs> blue hat thinking yeah yeah i, I, I used to work in the corporate world <laughs> blue hat i don't know blue sky thinking blue... you've heard that right i know but you said blue sky yeah but why would you do your blue sky thinking without wearing your blue hat yeah okay i get i get you what other color hat would who you put on your, to do your blue sky your, thinking your blue blue hat yeah, Choice, I'm putting on my blue hat to do my it? blue sky thinking. Was Dan Olson of Folding Ideas, uh -huh. my favorite YouTuber mm -hmm. in the world, mm -hmm. and also uh, a big, big WoW fan. He's made two WoW videos in the past, mm -hmm. and and they're both some of the best WoW videos on the internet. And we were like, well, Dan Olson's like incredibly famous. 
he's got as many subs as like all of the people i just mentioned put together mm -hmm. his videos get like millions of views um and you know we don't know him yeah. <laughs> unlike no, those other people yeah. i just listed yeah. so we just sent him an email and we were like yeah you know we know we were thinking that there's probably a greater than zero percent chance that you will be at blizzcon and if you are would you like to come to the weekly reset live and would you like to be on the round table and he got back to us like pretty quickly and was yeah. like hell yeah let's do it yeah um which was we amazing like, so that oh. was great and, and we were like wow and we hung out with him loads uh while he was there we oh, got dinner on the friday night but we got dinner on the friday night mm-hmm and we were so excited because we were like, we're going to have dinner with Dan Olsen. We're just going to hang out with Dan Olsen. And actually, Mego, uh, who made this incredible uh, animation, which is mm -hmm. playing behind us right now, we bumped into her and Megan, her girlfriend, and we just invited them as well. And we just all went for dinner together. And it was just brilliant. And we yep. just sat there. Uh, one of the reasons we didn't get to the Hilton the entire time no, uh, we no. were at BlizzCon was because like we were just having cool dinner. With, we were talking with about crowd control at the Yeah, yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> and it was just like a really, really great time. And, uh, but... You know, we had organized to meet Dan Olsen at the end of our meet and greet. Yeah. So we could go to dinner. And so he arrived at the end of our meet and greet. But then we were just meeting people yeah. and taking photos for an hour after that. Oh and he was just standing there waiting for us to finish this like impromptu meet and greet that had just formed at the end. To the extent that because he was standing by us and people were coming up and saying hello and wanting photos and stuff. He kept being like. Yeah, I'll and take the photo. Bless him. He he literally, and, and it's not like it was forced on him. He was literally, he would be like, no, oh, no. hey. He was like, hey, do you want me to take a photo? And I was like, oh my God, this is humiliating. I was like, please taking, stop it. He's like stop. our photographer taking yeah. selfies of us and like people. Selfies. At it was and like, you know, he, I was like, please God, don't, no, he, don't do this. He's a professional. Please. Man went to film school. He's a proper, like, <laughs> I bet those photos are amazing. And so he was yeah. like lining up the angles and stuff. And um, it was it was it was hilarious but also like it just he's it's such like a generous spirit and such a lovely person and it was uh kind of incredible how that panned out um, but still sorry dan for <laughs> making you take photos of us for like an hour and so if you have seen the weekly reset live he is on the uh round table at the end and it's and th th that was the other thing we did right yeah. so then uh we had the saturday which is a much more chill day and then um, uh saturday evening we met up with uh some uh we met with christy golden and we did uh, um and Andrew Russell, voice, Andrew of Russell voice of Caligos, uh, and Anne Stickney, who's on the Quest team and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, like yeah, it's, it's been it an was... amazing uh, kind of group of people. But chatting. it gets to the stage where you're like, okay, I'd love to just stay here hanging out, having a nice time, but I have to go and write the weekly reset. Yeah, it's like we gotta go. I actually, I was a little bit salty about that because I was like. I'm going to put my going out clothes on. <laughs> and I was like, I got like changed and I was like, I'm ready. I'm wearing like my mesh top and I am. <laughs> you did look incredibly And sexy. I was like, I'm wearing my leather pants. It's going out time. And it's like 6 p.m. And Tally's like, um, we should go up because we got to work on this. And I was like, you could have stayed. No, 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 were... I couldn't. No, I had to be there in case you worked yourself into a frenzy and okay, passed out. So some people know this uh <laughs> most of you watching this won't i guess but um the first like i say the first year we did the like weekly reset live was the last blizzcon right 2019 yeah. and we'd never done it before and yeah the idea of kind of coming back in the saturday evening and writing a whole script for a weekly reset because it is all scripted with a, and it's the jokes man because you can't force jokes with writing you can force it 
You know, you're always like, I can force myself to write something. It might not be good, but it'll be finished. Mm -hmm. You can't write, you can't force jokes. No. Like if they don't come, they don't come, you know, as the actress said to the bishop. And it's, it, it is kind of like, yeah, it's hard. And there was a point at about 1am, maybe midnight on the Saturday night in 2019, mm -hmm. where I got so stressed writing this script that I passed out on the floor L of the hotel room. Literally passed out on the floor. And I thought he was just being a little bit dramatic because, you know, sometimes he can be a little bit dramatic. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> um, but like... Then I was like, okay, okay, babe, listen, this is fine. And I was like trying to wake him up and he was not responding and not waking up. Do you and know I'm, why? It's because I was in a fugue state where the jokes were coming to <laughs> Yeah, it was like, I, like I had I had reached my final form. I was like, there's no jokes in this script. I need to, and I transformed and I went into the joke dimension. So obviously <laughs> I was just on the floor, like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, and but but I was working as like some kind of uh you know like a conduit board, and like, yeah, conduit. Yeah, yeah. I was basically <laughs> yeah, I was like I was Oribos. I was yeah. I was the arbiter, and like the jokes were flowing through me, and I woke up and and lo, the script was done. <laughs> no, the script's um, done hours no. left. Um and and yeah. And and, uh, and it, you know, I was like five months pregnant and literally the first thought that came to my mind was like, oh my God, he's dead. And, uh, I'm gonna have to raise this baby by myself. <laughs> it was, it was, it was horrible in the moment. It's funny now. So like I called, um, security, I called up to the front desk to send a, like a doctor up. Like I was like, help. I think my husband is dead. <laughs> On, he's on the floor and like a man came up and like checked you out and yeah and then he Dude, and then he and then he and then he checked me out and, everywhere exactly, i go exactly. and then he and then he gave you a once over and then he, and then he that's checked, all i needed yeah and, you then he, done that. and then he checked your um he, you know checked your like vitals and stuff and you were still out you were literally out and i think they must have thought that you were like drunk or something because and you weren't you weren't no, at all it was not and um and i don't get drunk on but the they clearly saw that you were alive and i was like a little bit hysterical but you know they told me it would be okay and to just like see if you wake up and then you know call back if there's any other issues and you and then you woke up and you literally when you woke up you're like and then you just like walked over and just started like doing more writing like, out of the way i gotta and you're like, right. okay. <laughs> like i have been the, the dad jokes have been bestowed upon me in my fugue state and i'm ready to go <laughs> And, um, yeah, so, and then, and then it was, and then it all worked out fine. And, um, but so anyway, I was, I was like, I was like, that did not happen this year. Please. <laughs> I don't, I, I it don't was actually an incredible, like I was up until 3am writing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, so that's late. Yeah. You, know, you don't want it to be that late, yeah. obviously, but all in all, it was, uh, a very chill writing experience. Yeah, You were like in the yeah. groove and that's the thing when you were like, okay, it's time to go. I gotta, I gotta write this. I could tell that you were just like ready to just mm -hmm. get into it and do it. And so, uh, so that happened and then, you know, it was, it was ready. It was written for the yeah. next day. Ta-da. Yeah. And I, I thought there's some good jokes in there as there well. There's some very, very good jokes. And you know, Dan Olson was the star of the show, obviously, but the best part of the show was when I saw, uh belila walked through that door uh because it like we obviously we had contacted belila uh because he was on our dream list of, of people yeah. in the round table and he was like yo 
Uh, I don't really want to be on the round table because that's work and that's not really what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would love to come and be in the audience. And it was like, yeah, awesome. Just as good, honestly. Uh, and, and so it was that thing of like, you know, lots of people say they might come and sometimes they don't. And things mm. like, although we had loads of awesome create, like the audience is mostly patrons mm -hmm. because we, we put the tickets out to them first. Obviously you can be on our Patreon for a dollar a month, by the way, you can give more if you want, but you get mm. everything for a dollar. There's no tears. Get all the good. That's the biggest sell I've ever done on the Patreon. Patreon. yeah you have wow yeah, um and 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 um uh so all the tickets go to them first we had like like evie says about 60 or 80 tickets that went out last time and they went instantly um and yeah. we keep you know seats aside for just general just, space yeah. and also to fit people in people that we, we invite beyond that um so this year we were like well i'd rather get a room that is twice the size that is half empty yeah um and and exactly. not have anyone that we can't let in you know so we got a room that was twice the size it was pretty expensive thanks patrons um and uh you know so i think we had like 140 people in there at the end something like that yeah yeah um and uh, again all of our tickets were taken by patrons um and uh we, we you know we, we reserved like 10 20 for for invite kind yeah. of people of Other which people bell was one and, and, and for the round table people yeah. and their guests and stuff uh so yeah i mean I think that's feasibly the biggest room we can do, unfortunately, like for budget and things like that. Because at that stage, we had to rent like a PA system so people in the hall could hear. Yeah. Um, so that's why there's a slight echo, which I quite like on the video, actually. It, it makes it feel little, more live. Yeah. yeah. Feels yeah. live, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So, uh, so that I saw, was, Sorry, I, just yeah. going back to the story, I just remembered. Um, and see Belialar come into the room and take his place on the front row where we'd reserved him a seat. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, good. Now I can do the Bellular jokes. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have done them if he hadn't no, been exactly, there. It would exactly. be like it's it's only funny if you know he's there. Yeah. Uh, and he's and laughing it's, along. Because like, there's, there's, there's no chance of anyone thinking it's exactly. actually like beef or anything like and that. It's still so funny when you get people being like, oh my God. Tally, Tally, and, Tally and Bell, like just, just, oh my God, they, they just hate each other hate so much. Each other. They and hate I have each to other pick a side. so much. And I have to pick one. And I have to be the white knight for one of them. And I have to slay the other one. And it's yeah, like, totally. No, and like, I will slay just... them by telling them they're dumb on Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's, yeah. So, we had a really good time and uh oh, loved doing that the, the the jokes were great his reaction was like he was a, a loving cackling. it he was loving it every he second he was there it. yeah he just loved every and like, people there were like chatting him up yeah, and like you yeah. know and he was like checking our like equipment and it was, it was just yeah it was and we oh we had some great chats and we hung out afterwards in the bar like until late as well and yeah. he just was a man who was loving his time at blizzcon it mm -hmm, was fantastic mm -hmm. and it was just really good to see him having such a good time as well Absolutely. we've met him loads of times at like PreachCon and stuff like that so um you know we 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 know each other pretty well and we're, we're quite friendly in that sense so, and that goes like way back yeah That's way like, back my goodness so like 2017 2017 yeah. yeah i think yeah. Pre preach brought us together to film like the, the, i wonder christmas if that's still on the internet video yeah a christmas yeah. cooking from the warcraft book the cooking book uh for christmas uh that was the first time we met and novel yeah. was there and the the, the, the dudes were there uh the fat boss guys yeah the fat yeah, boss yeah. guys were there um yeah wow different times yeah good times yeah great times <laughs> um um but yeah. and yeah that was the first time we met preach and balance and, and then then preach con became a thing that happened every yeah. year and yeah. we we got invited to that a lot so uh we, i actually 
flew to Preachcon direct from our honeymoon. <laughs> I did not. Our mini moon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time, yeah. It's nice. And Bell's always having a good time at that as well, which is why I knew he'd have a good time at BlizzCon, why I was always like so keen for him to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you to everyone who came to the Weekly Reset Live. I think the show turned out really, really well. Mm -hmm. Really happy with it. Um, it felt really if, good. If I could somehow do the Weekly Reset Live every episode... <sighs> It, yeah. it was like even slightly feasible when we lived in London. I know. It was, do you it remember? Was do you marginally remember? Marginally feasible. After when... our first one, we were like, oh, wow, let's just rent out a pub. Yeah. Let's just do a little every live Saturday show. Night and, oh, like, every Sunday and do it. And, and just like it. do our little show there. And like it'll be, you know, and, this and is before children, before if everything. If COVID hadn't happened, yeah. we might have even done it. Yeah. Because we were so hyped after coming back in 2019. Yeah. We were like, like yeah, yeah, that was so good. And we were, yeah. we were like, yeah, the weekly reset just works so well with an yeah. audience. That's the kind of show it is. That's what it needs to be. Yeah. And we can do it. We can have a regular thing in a pub in london and yeah. people would come like we'd people get 50 just people come, week, yeah you know just coming to watch it and record and stuff yeah um and it would be worth the the outlay it'd be worth the cost and stuff um there are loads of like then, gaming obviously the, gaming the entire world stuff, yeah. shut down yeah so yeah we've done pub quizzes we did an overwatch yeah, pub quiz, pub quizzes like, before. In, in, yeah, yeah. In, again in london like just just super yeah but in the before times <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? uh, so so and then we moved to uh we moved to swansea so yeah, i no, don't no. think it would be a feasible thing to do from swansea i don't really want to travel to london from here to do it no, every week so no. it was an idea that could have even happened and if there was ever a way we could find to make a live weekly reset happen every week i would happily do it or at least yeah. like once a month or something yeah. like that I, just, I think it could be really really fun because yeah. they're just such good shows yeah like such good shows so and fun. yeah if you haven't watched that please go and watch it it's really really good yeah. uh, and that was our blizzcon experience it was amazing um and we met loads of cool patrons uh many of whom we've met before yeah. many of whom we met for the first time uh we met loads of cool new creators who hadn't met before and things like that and just generally everything around the con was amazing mm -hmm. uh and the con itself felt a bit weird uh and i don't even know how much of that would have been blizzard's fault and how much of that was kind of uh sort of forced on them by the venue and it's like this is yeah. how we do things now yeah it's, it's uh, it, it, was, it's it was different it was different all like all over the map yeah you know yeah which gives us about half an hour to talk about Ooh. the other news of the day yeah uh which is 10.2 because uh blizzcon obviously announced the world soul saga and uh yeah we don't have to go through all the that war again, within and stuff and we've given our opinions on that in the weekly reset so we if you have... want to go and have a look at that you can you can uh see it but just for the record uh excitement about the world soul saga Debbie, what yeah. are you thinking about that Def definitely excitement definitely like you know looking forward to just having an uh, overarching narrative that lasts for a little while knowing that like characters i like won't just disappear where they might disappear but they'll come back at some point Maybe, and, yeah. and then the it, i guess the idea is the kind of wow story as we know it will wrap up with that yeah well and that's the idea who knows what will be next well, so I, do I you like think that. do you think this is something i've been thinking about a lot recently mm-hmm and you know because i've watched the presentation a lot since as well trying to kind of get to the bottom of every little thing he says uh chris metzen mm -hmm. um oh yeah yeah i i called the war within the war beneath in um our interview with taryn gregory because like i say it was literally minutes after the announcement and stuff and and they just announced three expansions and think about midnight 
very easy title to remember. The thing about Last Titan, very easy title to remember. The World Soul Saga, even though I keep on calling it the World Soul Trilogy. Does anyone else do that? Yeah. I'm always calling yeah. it the World Soul Trilogy. It is a trilogy, isn't it? Well, I mean, it is, right? Yeah. Although you could make a, a pretty a pretty solid case of the fact that it actually starts in Dragonflight. Um, oh, yeah. Because a yeah. Riddicron is 100% going to be a baddie that goes throughout that saga. Mm. I, I, he's going to survive until the last Titan, I think. Mm. Uh, I don't think it'll be the last boss of the expansion or whatever, but I, I think he's in line to, to survive until the last Titan. Um, something that pe- a lot of people have picked up on is last Titan will be set at least in part in Northrend and in War of the Scaleborn, the latest novel, which I have not read yet because my I copy has not either. arrived. Um, but... There is scenes set in Eridicron's home there, which is definitely in Northrend, probably in Crystalline or maybe even underneath uh, where uh, um, uh, Ice Crown eventually goes. Um, But it's definitely in Northrend. And and so if his like traditional layer and home is there, it makes sense that that would be somewhere that we see Mm -hmm. um, uh, in The Last Titan. So Mm. it's very likely that he's going to be a baddie that goes all the way through this saga and he's introduced in dragonflight right we we release him from prison in dragonflight Mm -hmm. uh so you know you could make a case that dragonflight is is the real start of this um but yeah do you feel like uh so i I was going through what he was saying and Mm. do you feel like um it's kind of you you mentioned like wrapping up and i think there are similarities between it, there is a real kind of Final Fantasy fourteen vibe about mm-hmm. the whole World Soul Saga. This idea that with Endwalker uh, in Final Fantasy fourteen, they were like, this is going to literally just finish all of the story that we've been doing up until this point and, you know, leave us to be fresh mm-hmm. again after that. So mm-hmm. all like the Asian stuff or whatever and everything that has been the main story of Final Fantasy fourteen, Endwalker brings it to a close, sets us up to something else. And that is definitely how the World Soul Saga has kind of been sold as well. So with that in mind, do you think things like the Titans and the Void, will that be literally solved mm. sorted at the end of the world soul saga as in they're not things i mean they're always gonna be things that are there yeah. but they're just not things which are part of the main narrative of wow anymore it, after the world soul saga can you see that happening yeah it's tough because we've never known wow without all of those things yeah, exactly. happening if you know yeah. what i mean so even if even if an expansion you know focuses on something else there's always the character has been like I'll see you soon next time who like goes mm. away and then comes back. And then, you know, they're, they're, so I don't know. I actually, I, I kind of like the idea of wrapping up, but then I'm like, what, what would happen after that? Yeah. And I, and I can't even actually, I don't know how you, there's so many things to, to resolve that I don't see how they would do it. No. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But saying that, I, I, I like the idea of the setup of the saga of like the trilogy and then following the story throughout all of those. It does make the, um, I guess, expansion, you know, announcements at BlizzCon a little less hype. Well, honestly, <laughs> it's like, it's that thing of, you know, we're not going to get a proper expansion reveal no. for six time. years or something, probably something like that. You know? A long time. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of wild when you think about it. Um, and, and it's going to completely change the, the, the shape of of blizzard and wow uh expansion reveals you know um i wouldn't be surprised if we get something if we see something from midnight mm-hmm. next blizzcon 
Oh, like that yeah. wouldn't surprise me. I oh, think. Like, I, I, we, you know, I feel which, like we you would. usually expect it to be revealed two years from from uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I it's already been revealed, right? So why not start showing stuff from it as and when, yeah. as and when it's ready? I don't know. Yeah, and and I, my concern with that, with kind of like you know, we we resolve everything and then move on to the new thing. One, I can't con conceptualize what the new thing is. Two, like the last time we kind of moved on to something beyond Azeroth, it was like Shadowlands, right? Mm. And like <laughs> looking back on it i there are things i enjoyed about shadowlands it was kind of a fun feeling of being in literal hell or uh you know <laughs> literal kind of semi purgatory heaven but also like uh, uh i i started like longing for azeroth stuff <laughs> like very quickly i was like man i just want to be an elf in my little elf world again like this is also serious this is also i mean that's a different issue that's like that's shadowlands issues so yeah so well I, speaking of elves being in little elf world yeah i mean that is 10.2 right? yeah, well yes which which i have loved even more than i expected to right official transition into 10.2 stuff here 10 because i've time. just noticed that behind you on on the brick wall yeah. uh, with your camera angle like that there is a big gap in the brick wall where <gasps> usually we have a picture of some sort there sometimes is. there's a picture of our D, &D party yes. uh, which i got commissioned to make which is just wonderful uh, and sometimes there's kind of like a, a, a wow background but we got a new wow background delivered uh, in time for like we weekly reset about 10.2 stuff because nice. we like it to be relevant so let me just uh it is there let me oh, just are you gonna okay it's yeah right here we got a bigger one than usual so I'm, I'm switching it up a bit yeah the box this arrived is, it's huge it's wow oh it's just, yeah it's just you so gotta have the tree you gotta have the tree backdrop. i love that the reset backdrops are always yeah love they're always it. real they're yeah. always printed on yeah. foam board they are they are and that's they're what, always that's actual print. that's gonna, gonna look lovely kind of like, i like i say it's a bigger one than usual yeah so I think it's gonna. I'm gonna kind of get it around like. Oh, I love that, Callie. Hey, you. love that. Oh, looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. oh, love that. Sweet. Okay, good. Well, that works. Yeah. Nice. Um. <laughs> uh. So yeah, official transition to ten point two. We've got maybe about half an hour to chat before uh, yeah, we yeah, have totally. to. Yeah, um... yeah, uh, Well, uh, we can't be too late today because we do have to go uh, to our, our our kids' school yeah, for a parent par parent teacher uh, conference today. Yeah um hooray uh oh you can see tally's trousers good oh whoops right. wrong wrong one I've wrong put, one. Oh no <laughs> <laughs> i know it's the baldur's gate so <laughs> yeah yeah some baldur's gate screen um, is there uh yeah so i so 10.2 uh i have loved this more than i thought i would and i was i was lured in because i was like mm, elves i meant i'm you know oh, that's, another, <laughs> that's another thing that's another thing i dropped my evoker it was fun while it lasted yeah but i'm not an evoker at heart it's just um yeah, it's, 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 you know, it, f it feels really good to be a hunter again and to be a night elf hunter and to go back mm. to 10.2 and going, you know, into the dream. And, and I just like, ah, oh, I am absolutely loving it. I like the music is, is fantastic. The vibe is like spot on. Um, just like I'm, I've enjoyed the quests. Um, I've enjoyed the, like the the catch up mechanics because well i mean I they are touched, very relevant to you right because you haven't been playing ages. much yeah no exactly i haven't touched my hunter in ages and it was suddenly a moment where i felt like okay cool like i'm not at a huge disadvantage if i want to you know coming back at the beginning of a new season like whatever you know do some raids like some casual raids or do some keys um i'm not like extremely underpowered 
uh, as I was, you know, in the last one. And it kind of, that's, that's very like, you know, um, it, it dissuades you from, from wanting to do stuff. So I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Like the, I, I love, the, like, I love the music, love the music in the scenes. Um, the storytelling has been, has been fun. Um, I actually, while I was in the car this morning, uh, driving to look at paint chips, uh, <laughs> I like, I started having thoughts about making a video, uh, like scripting a video for, uh, you know, uh, like about, um, what, what's, how do I want to call it? Like narrative, like realism. And I'm thinking about this is these, the first I've heard of this. Well, it's the first I've thought of it. Oh, so, wow. um, uh, so, um, uh, so, so uh, Tally, did you, did you watch the, um, the the new little cinematics that dropped the little <laughs> I did I well cinematics oh I yeah cinematics. I did well, they're, they're I in game, game cutscenes I watched them yesterday on the stream you did um and How did I you mean feel? well uh okay so uh, I I have also been playing through uh point two. Oh, there we go. See, uh, Get some game content going. on there. Yeah, yeah, there exactly. We go. Well, I was just I was just sorting out a new screen so we could go to this. Yeah. So here I am, and this is where I got to yesterday uh, on the stream, um, uh, on on over on Twitch. And uh, as you can see, I've completed the campaign quest. Nice. I just need to hand it in, and I had just seen the cinematic happening there. Yeah. Um, which is like what people are calling spoilers in chat if you haven't done yeah so if you haven't quests, done anything obviously uh because there are two cinematics that people are talking about yeah one of them is uh the end of the campaign quests which uh, was not on the ptr mm. like this whole series of quests was not on the ptr it was really really good to play it yeah um and it's cool people are calling it the avengers assemble right uh cinematic yeah. and then there's the raid ending cinematic mm -hmm. as well which kind of comes in two parts uh, and people are pretty down on both of them, Evertel. Have you had a chance to watch them? I have had a chance to watch them. Um, what's your opinion? So uh, I really enjoyed the Avengers Assemble mm -hmm. cinematic because I played it as part of the quest. And then you do the quest and like fucking Cadgar is there. Yeah, All yeah, of your yeah. buddies are there. So maybe Rex we should explain what happens there. here, right? Yeah. Um, so, so there is, uh, you know, the, the attack on Amirjasil has started. Amirjasil is in bloom. Mm -hmm. It is getting ready to kind of come into Azeroth, <laughs> come into mm -hmm. the world. No, none of it sounds good when you say that. No. To, 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 to appear yeah. in the world. To leave the dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, maybe I can put a spoiler button up. Yeah, yeah I'll put the spoiler yeah, button up. So, so I've got, yeah, a, got a red spoiler button up now. So you will know when we've finished talking about spoilers by when we take the red spoiler button off. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll be a few minutes, I'm afraid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tyrande, no, uh, Alex Straza is like, it's weird. I've put out messages uh, all over Azeroth asking for help. Uh, telling them that this is really important uh, and um, no one's got back to me. It's really weird. So we're just going to have to go and defend it ourselves. And we go and obviously we're getting our asses kicked, man. There oh, is yeah. some, another uh, buzzword that's been in the conversation about WoW recently is the Disneyfication of WoW. Oh. Now, this always happens in WoW discourse. Yeah, you get does. like a few words, a few phrases uh, that are kind of popularized by big creators when they're criticizing the game yeah. uh, or critiquing the game, I should say, rather than criticizing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in, in the context those creators bring them up, mm -hmm. they often make 
quite a lot of sense mm -hmm. in 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 the kind of quite specific context that they're using those phrases so like uh respecting the player's time was one mm, of them yeah. uh um you know like uh slot machine kind of loot and stuff yeah. was one of them all of these things mm -hmm. and um at the moment one of them is disnification and what a lot of time happens is that people watch the creator using that word in a way that makes sense and is quite insightful mm -hmm. and then they adopt it and unfortunately as a community it often gets used in a way which is quite not yeah. not originally how the creator intended it and no. sort of a quite shallow way really. just and becomes think, a buzzword yeah totally community. and i think right. that's definitely what's happening with the whole disnification thing um yabara said he wanted to make blizzard more like disney yeah but not in the sense that you know it's in, in like an art style yeah. or and, and this is what i mean like or in, like in, in, in terms level, of in right? terms of the content yeah. he meant from like a franchise point of yeah. view he meant from like you know we're going to have movies and we're going to have films and we're going to have like this and that and that and we're going to have more merch and we're gonna, like it's going to be this cross platform thing that's what the he multiverse. meant when he was talking about yeah. making it like disney yeah. but yeah and and so people often bring that up and are like yeah well he said it was going to be like disney it's like yeah but a lot of people time when people say the disnification of wow they just mean it's too cute yeah it's too low t yeah it's too feminine oh my God, uh yeah. is crying and like so it's, <laughs> it's just probably worth pointing out that um just like in all of my favorite disney movies um in this quest that you do this week uh there are literally the smashed battered oh bloody God. corpses Horrible. of actually, night elves everywhere you're I, literally wading through yeah. them these battered corpses are just like littering the floor there's blood everywhere that actually um, shocks me when i saw that well, i was I, like it oh, reminded me of my on. favorite disney movie um because <laughs> if i if i see a disney movie and and there's not like just smashed bloodied corpses everywhere then i'm like whoa <laughs> Come on, Disney. Yeah, come on, guys. I come here with expectations. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, like, God. so yeah, there's, right. there's, uh, there's that, right? And uh, I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like people are quite selective uh, in what they're actually talking about when they talk about the disnification of WoW, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's still plenty of violence and stuff. Now, it's never going to look like Elden Ring or something um like because that's just wow and wow has always been a mix of you know bloodied corpses and cartoony goofy stuff happening as well mm -hmm. yeah, like of course don't you remember in cataclysm when the whole zone was basically just uh indiana jones yeah yes and yeah. like the goblins with the nazis in yeah. indiana jones and yeah. like it's it's yeah. just always been the it's thing it's just right? a mishmash of pop culture yeah like harking markers. to old school disney mufasa's death yeah i love that bit in the lion king where mufasa gets ripped apart by the antelopes yeah. and there's blood everywhere and just bits of mufasa just like you know the yeah, the, 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 the antelopes have uh, all gone or not antelopes uh what were they wildebeest. Wildebeest. wildebeest the wildebeest have all gone through and like mufasa's like smashed bloodied corpse with just like bits hanging off him yeah. is there like he's got an eyeball hanging out and and simba's like uh. <laughs> um yeah yeah uh so like yeah wow has always been a mix between the goofy fun stuff mm -hmm. and the and and the kind of like violenty war stuff and yeah. that is kind of summed up pretty well in, in that quest line and mm you then kind of realize that the reason that the uh um reinforcements haven't come is because they're trying to but there's like a barrier stopping them yeah, entering the emerald yeah. dream that farak has put up yeah. so uh you then go and disable the barrier and then um all of the 
all of the reinforcements arrive and people aren't happy about that i don't like that moment i loved that moment i like genuinely i just thought it was great like i they they like everyone just comes in you have like all of your like supporting crew and like the centaur and like our wizards and our buddies and just like it and i was like cool literally my i just went cool and then you do <laughs> yeah. the and then you and then you have the quest where you you don't you know it's like you know help you know um sound of the horn and inspire uh you know some companions and i was you you have to do whatever like five five companions or something but i was literally flying around the map like looking to choose which ones i wanted to inspire i was like oh rexar's there awesome i'm going to oh, i haven't actually done that bit yet that's oh, the have you not bit that we're gonna do yeah oh. You see, like it's it's just you know, and it's just it's just a quest, but it feels like it's really ramped up. Like you've got your whole like look at all of your fighters, like you've got everyone yeah, there. Like cool. that, I enjoyed the battle, and I enjoyed like I just I just thought it was I thought it was fun. So I I hadn't actually seen that cinematic out of context, um, or that cutscene rather, and uh, watching it like as I was playing, I was like, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And, and I don't think it came out of nowhere, which is another criticism. Like that no. whole quest line is like, yo, we need the reinforcements. I've sent it. And I like the idea that those messengers that uh, Alex Straza sent out, mm-hmm. she's not anyone. She's Alex Straza. Yeah. So those messages, they go right to the faction leaders. Yeah. And the faction leaders are like, whoa, that does sound bad. I'm going to sort this out myself. Yeah. Um, and I love how they just appear. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, it's funny having, I, I said this on stream yesterday, but it people are banging on about that little cutscene so much and kind of comparing it and obviously there is a scene like that in avengers sure but also comparing it to avengers so much it kind of makes it feel like avengers is the only movie you've ever well, seen yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> it's like, on, wow, like this this scene has got very this, strong avengers vibes this, says the guy that's only seen avengers this isn't the first time that kind of someone in chat mentioned it's like the send in the cavalry like it's not the first time that's ever been used in like any kind of media or video game or movie or book right and so it's just like it, and, and that's the thing so like i I I want to explore this idea of why people like hate on uh wow stuff specifically in game cutscenes so hard like uh, and and to be fair the other one I thought was extremely lame oh yeah the the raid ending's yeah, lame as yeah now, let's be yeah. clear here yeah, I, let's I, be I am totally I... standing yeah. the Avengers Assemble yeah. cinematic because it rocked and it was goofy and it was fun yeah. and I felt awesome when they all arrived they were mm-hmm. all like da 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 and yeah. by the way the Dragonflight music playing when they all arrived yes. as well so that was good. like getting the dragon amazing Oh, yeah. it was yeah. so good. Um, and because I, I'm a huge fan of the uh, the Dragonflight um, like uh, motif, I think it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and the only one I like more than the Dragonflight motif, maybe in the whole of World of Warcraft, is the Anduin theme. And I love that we we've got a, a three expansions of like just constant Anduin theme from now on. <laughs> it's like everything that happens yeah. is Anduin yeah. theme. That was the best thing about the cinematic trailer was that you know it gave us like three different versions of the Anduin theme. It gave yeah, us yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Da, 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 da. It also gave us the very sad version. Bling. Gling, gling, gling. And it also gave us like the kind of weird version. 
like, oh, you can do so much with that theme. It is like, it is the most versatile yeah. theme in it's, WoW, it's, and I love it. It's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> so, so having, he... I stand the Avengers Assemble one, and I will yeah. stand that. Oh, like, oh I remember when I was love when, playing the quest. Dude, you're when I was love getting to quest. it, when I was doing the quests, and when I was getting to it on stream, people were in my chat like, Ooh, mm -hmm. he's gonna get there. This is so lame. <laughs> it's so bad. I was like, what are you talking about? That was brilliant. That was yeah. like silly fun, like yeah. a great little kind of yeah, exactly. stone to that quest. Yeah. In my opinion. Now here's the thing, right? You're allowed to have a different opinion. That's absolutely great. You it's all subjective like it. after all. Yeah, like, you're on. not wrong. You're not bad. You are not stupid if you think that's the worst cutscene you've yeah. ever seen. Uh, I would question if you've seen the raid ending cutscene if you think that one is the worst cutscene you've ever seen. That <laughs> because that one, oh. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I actually okay, was give me, like... Give me, I have not heard your opinion on this, Evie, actually, I so I would lo I'd would so love to hear it. was so lame. And, like, I just... Wow, you're going in, you're going in hard on this yeah, one. Yeah, but... I, because I, I was no, and I was prepared to not have this opinion because I was like, oh my god, if I hear someone say the disinfication of WoW again, I'm gonna just like eat. I don't eat know. Shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna be so. I'm gonna be so, so angry. But and then I went in and I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, actually, it's the and and again and this ties into like what I want to eventually like maybe turn into a video about like why we uh, why we hate things like this like rightfully so sometimes there's the kind of like the um the labor delivery okay let's have a little recap for people who don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on here as well yeah. uh i wonder if i can bring the spoiler book up again yeah. yeah so um the final uh raid is an absolute banger by all accounts yeah i've like, done uh, i've everyone done, is I've done loving the so raid <laughs> everyone is loving the raid everyone thinks it's really really good yeah. the the dragon riding boss is apparently really fun it's exciting it feels big and that's something i do like about 10.2 is there is a real sense of occasion mm -hmm. in protecting the tree and like all the all the kind of stuff that's been going on for the last couple of weeks there's a real buzz in the air about this new tree and the fact that we're gonna have to protect it it feels significant it feels big and i really really like that um and i think from what i've heard i'm going to raid tonight completely unprepared mm. but from what i've heard um that carries on into the raid mm -hmm. now the raid ends with when you kill firak 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 when you kill firak a pre-rendered cutscene plays of uh the um uh the aspects kind of all being all like power or anything, which is actually yeah. really cool. Yeah. And them getting empowered. Their eyes are glowing. And right. then uh on Wowhead it plays straight afterwards. But in the game, you actually have to walk up to I think it's Alex Straza and click on her. Oh, okay. Yeah, which actually by That's itself is something actually. that a lot of people big aren't difference. actually taking into account. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not like get... pew pew for exactly. and then something this And then it up. then yeah. it changes to an in-game cutscene, which look great these days, mm -hmm. but do not look as good as the uh the pre-rendered ones still. And then it it, it it has it's basically a conversation scene where um they are talking about how they have been empowered by Azeroth herself mm -hmm. not, not by the titans yeah. which by itself is a weird thing is Azeroth yeah. not a titan that's for another conversation well. but uh they you know instead of being by uh uh why won't you just play it because uh it's the raid ending cinematic and our raid night is tonight uh so so yeah i i can't just go in by myself and 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 do the raid i i go in with my my guild and we'll we'll do it then and even then you know we're ballers but it'll probably take us a while to do it on heroic might take you a um, little while. so yeah exactly so i have not played it myself yet sorry about that everyone bad journalism right but um 
uh, also, but I, I am also experiencing it in exactly the same way as most of you guys as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're on a level here. That's kind of good. Um, and uh, yeah, they talk about it and they're all like, wow, we, we're empowered by it. And um, Axtraza has this really dorky moment where she's like, oh, I see. Oh. I understand now. So, oh, I understand now. I thought we could only survive by taking back our power. But then I realized it was not ours to take. And Uh, Caligos is all like, yeah, it's all about us being a family. And then Viranoth is like, hey, I know I hate the Titans and everything, but this isn't Titan stuff, right? So this is fine. Yeah. And they're all really happy and they're all real friends and stuff like that. And um, yeah. So yeah. Why, why is it bad, Evie? Um, so, so yeah, so there are a lot of things going on. One, there's like the, the aspects, I mean, they are aspects, right? And they keep, and they keep describing oh, their, um, spectral power. Oh, I just, that, <gasps> stop it. I was like, every time they said aspectral power, I was like, stop, stop. Because I feel like I haven't even actually heard that word like in game. And is I was that, like, is that like when you've got a you nipple on that? your bum? An aspectral power. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, so there's that, and then there's all the characters. I know that they are aspects, or former aspects, or renewed aspects, whatever we want to call them, but like, so they are these like beings who are lofty and beyond mere mortals, so that's how they've always delivered their lines, but I found it really, really tedious. It's kind of turgid. It's really turgid, and it's really, and and this is what actually got me thinking about like making a video about like why we hate this stuff so much, because it's like one, it's about like how you do dragons and like big powerful beings, and like two, it's about how WoW is never, you've never had like naturalistic dialogue. Would you know if you want to call dialogue? No, that decision that goes way back to vanilla. Oh, and and, that is just in the DNA of the game. Like that is just what makes WoW WoW. You have characters talking in a way that's like and it's also it's about like delivering information like the characters give you information like it's essential because you're playing an mmo and you need to figure out where you need to go next and what quest you need to do next and how you do it so you're never going to be able to bury like that information in particularly like florid language so it's you know it's just how the game works and likewise when you're delivering information through these like one minute cutscenes you're you're doing that as well um so they have to balance kind of telling a bit of story and giving you some emotional payoff but also telling you what's happened and mm-hmm. what's going to maybe happen next and so so there are like lots of things going on and but still with all of that i really i just i like i was like oh that, mm, does it have to be that way and the thing is i loved listening to Caligos talking about the power of family and friendship as part of like his quest line, like the blue dragon stuff. Yeah. Like this isn't the first time we've heard that. And when that played out, I was like, like, <laughs> you know, I mean that the whole blue dragon bit is, is incredible. So it's not, it's not that the, that is bad in itself. It's just, and again, I think, you know, I've watched this out of context. I haven't actually seen it. I haven't had the, like, payoff of murdering Farak yet. Mm. I haven't had the moment to, like, stop and take a selfie with my raid team. And then I haven't had time to, like, walk over and talk to Alexstrasza and see how she's feeling. So I think people are watching this. There is this. more separation between those two scenes than I think people yeah. realize. Um, yeah, because it looks really janky and odd when it goes from that really nice 
albeit very very short pre-rendered bit into mm -hmm. the uh like in-game cutscene. Yeah. it looks really janky and also i'm not in that cutscene. what's the point in making yeah, it like an in-game cutscene if I i'm know. not in it and likewise the avengers assemble one as well it's like yeah. waste of opportunity put me in there get me in there it's, like it's, rallying yeah. everyone like absolutely like how many how many times have i seen myself holding the heart mm. of azeroth like in a in a scene like just give me more of me doing that kind of stuff so yeah i agree so there's zero so as we've seen it there's no context apart from what we know i i kind of disagree uh i think I think the biggest problem with the um, scene, uh, bear in mind, I've just been saying how bad and turgid it is and sure. everything like that. So just remember that. That's <laughs> my that's my overall opinion. And I've seen a lot of people mention that there's no context and mm. you just did it then. I think actually the problem is that the scene is in the wrong context because obviously there is context to the scene and the context works completely against what the scene is. The context of that scene as it stands is that it is a scene that plays at the end of the raid yeah. and no one wants that scene no. at the end of the raid. Sorry, so just like, so I can interject yeah. quickly. I guess what I say, what I mean, there's no context. There is like we we are not experiencing the context sure, that it sure, should sure. be in. Oh, well, exactly. That's so what I, mean. the, I think the scene is yeah. in the wrong context. So we, I, I, yeah, and, I agree and, with and, you. And like, so, you know, when you win the raid, what you want to see is you want to see Firak. Rock. Firak. You want to see Firak. The rock. Yeah. Being all like, ah, you got me. You smell. You're rubbish. And F like, you. Like, F your mother. Like and, he and just then, spontaneously combusts yeah, into and, a pile of ash. Exactly. And, like, and, then, and then Extras is like, no, F you. Your mother smells. Like that. Like, that's what you want to see. And that's all they needed. Yeah. That's all they that's needed. It, that's it. And then if you'd gone back to Amirgisil, like, and then maybe like you find like this orb or whatever, who cares? And you take it back to Amirgisil and then you give it into Alex Straza. Mm -hmm. And then the exact same cutscenes happen mm -hmm. as we got at the end of the raid. Yeah, we're not having this conversation because people would be like, "Well, it's a bit lame, but who cares?" Yeah, exactly. And, and exactly. like it, the, the the problem is that it goes into that at the end of a raid, and people don't want to see it at the end of the raid. It's not a raid-ending cinematic. Exactly. So like, if you take it out of that context, mm -hmm. which you can't, and mm -hmm. people shouldn't because mm -hmm. it's there. Yeah. But if you were to take it out of that context and put it in the context that that scene should be in, which is a hand in after the event mm -hmm. like that is a hand in after the event cinematic if you've ever seen one um and then suddenly in that context it's like oh, oh whatever because the, the, yeah. the thing yeah. in my opinion the actual story that is being told in that cinematic forget mm -hmm. how it's being told yeah the story being told is good like the the dragons become aspects again yeah but this time they are blessed by uh, and, and that's right. actually really cool gonna be very like they are now uh her aspects mm -hmm. like, that's how they describe yes. themselves that's gonna be very interesting going right. into the world soul uh yeah. starter, right like yeah. they are on the side of azeroth mm -hmm. not the titans so when like that that has all kinds of implications coming up like later mm -hmm. on and stuff and how that could go that's like really interesting um really interesting that there is that pretty strong suggestion honestly that none of them seem to think that azeroth is a titan or well, they i read like, this that is not titan magic i read um, that as like i read that as like the titan magic is like collective titan magic yeah okay i get you whereas I think azeroth is, is like for, sorry yeah, this i know is that, i know that we're running out of time so this is a conversation yeah. for another video a yeah. whole video on this yes, right probably. so so like definitely um but uh, you know, and and the the dialogue is super clunky in that scene, mm -hmm. and yet, and yet, I think if you gave me those actors mm -hmm. and that exact script, 
and you put me in a room with them uh, to record it. Yeah. Be without, like... and this is the important bit, without any instructions from higher ups at Blizzard, mm -hmm. I think I could give you a better scene using the exact same actors and the exact same script. Like in terms of like naturalism and speaking, well, which yeah. makes me think it's not actually the script and it's not actually the actors. I think the biggest problem that the dialogue in that scene has um, and I'm saying this as someone who writes plays, right, and and and, and is a published playwright. Not to suck my own dick, but like it's relevant information. If only you could. Uh, if I could, I wouldn't be on stream right now. I'd be downstairs where I would always be locked downstairs. in my room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think the biggest problem with that scene and with the with the uh, dialogue in it is that somewhere before Dragonflight even started, when they were conceptualizing the entire expansion, they made the creative decision to keep the way that the dragon aspects talk mm -hmm. consistent with how they've talked yeah. before. So it's like, this is how they talked in Cataclysm. This is how they talked in uh, BFA mm -hmm. when we last saw them. Yeah. And we want to keep them consistent. This is how they talk. And in an expansion where they do all of the talking most of the time, that's a really, really bad idea. Mm -hmm. Like a really bad idea mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it just makes everything janky. Yeah. It just makes like, it's impossible to listen to Alex Straza delivering her lines like this. Yeah. It's, it's so, impossible yeah. to take it seriously. But those, what she's just said in my little example is fine. Yeah, it is fine. But it sounds ridiculous because of the way she says it. Yeah. And you know, the dialogue would still be clunky, but nowhere near as clunky as it turns out. And that's why every time Abyssian talks, who isn't bound by yeah, those rules, yeah, cool. he sounds that's great fine. and he sounds, sounds natural. And yeah. not because he's a better actor than yeah. the other actors. Yeah. It's because he is not like chained to this janky old way that people used to speak in wow yeah uh, and the dragons are mm -hmm. and like at some point there's been a creative meeting and someone has been like it's iconic how the dragons speak you know that we're used to it from kata they can't just change how they speak i think we should keep it consistent mm -hmm. and that decision was made and in hindsight that was a terrible decision <laughs> because it's given us stuff like this yeah and and i and, and i this is something i want to like think about in this video which i'm just like brainstorming now but like you know like what what why do they you know why do they have to be that way and like yeah wow is never going to have like super naturalistic dialogue well, it ever it has in some I feel but like this is but you look but, at old soldier and stuff and yeah that, it, yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. It, you know, so there are there are moments for it, but like, why did this kind of fail, right? And yeah, Azeroth, I was thinking about Baldur's Gate three, which is a completely different game, and like just just polar opposites in terms of like like delivery and voice acting and stuff. And so yeah, so uh, it 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 was. So there's like a context issue with that, mm -hmm. which I don't know how I'm going to feel until after I do it, you know. And there's also the fact that like we are, <laughs> we consume like WoW content and we data mine stuff, which, you know, is like a whole other, whole other discussion. And we, we are fed these things and we are fed like a one minute clip. Mm hmm after playing how many hundreds out of hours of this game. And so we hinge all of this like... We, it's like we, people are just like this is it this is the end this is the one minute okay, so that is like that that's important as well i just want yeah. to address something that people are saying in chat like, yeah so apparently belila rewrote the scene in the video that's awesome right and i'm sure it is better oh, cool. yeah but you're missing like the main thing here is that belila was allowed to write what he wanted to write yeah like one of the things we're talking about here is that these cinematics 
like there's so much creative input like like belly lark could have the job of directing that cinematic and that's why i was very keen to state that i could use the same actors in the same script but as long as i had no directions mm. from people more important than me in the company yeah. then i could give you a better scene but the thing is there is no situation where i wouldn't have instructions from higher ups at the company and likewise bell if he was writing this scene yeah. like in the, if he was working for blizzard and writing this scene he would not be allowed to do whatever he wants because no one can like every Everyone's working from like uh, John Height's instruction and Terran Gregory's instruction. And then there's like, you know, somewhere along the line, there's probably Mike Yabara's instruction from what yeah, this cinematic course, has to be. Course. And like, you know, there is, um, there's so many different instructions. And like, it has to last exactly this long. Mm -hmm. Like it has to last two minutes, two seconds. And when I say that, not two minutes, one second, not like, two minutes, three seconds. Like these are the things that go into this. And, and yes, I think, if someone is allowed to do what they want, then you're going to end up with a better product a lot of the time. Absolutely. Uh, but then you have to make sure it's consistent with everything else in the game and, and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, if Bell's allowed to write it however he wants, I have no doubt that it would be better than the scene we got. Yeah. But the person who wrote that scene was not allowed to write it how they wanted. Mm -hmm. And that's really important to it's, bear it's, in mind. It's, it's worth remembering. Um, like, yeah, exactly. And then, then another thing is that people are like this is it this is the end this is the final cutscene of the game and now it's over and it's like no because we're gonna get like you know pre-patch stuff for well, yeah, the, and, like, and in the next expansion really and, so the story's not over there's gonna be more like for you know not like a huge peak but there's gonna be something else right? yeah um so there's like this thing where we are judging it like this is the end of the story of Dragonflight, mm -hmm. and it's not. Mm -hmm. um, and and there is plenty more. So there's loads more story even after that in the game now yeah. uh, that that is kind of like eking out as people kind of unlock it and see it and stuff like that. But we've also got three more patches of story yeah. um, in this in this game too. Yeah. So I think in many ways this is you know despite how bad it is and things like that. I think uh, it is also maybe a victim of the slight restructuring that uh, WoW expansions have had and that Dragonflight has, whereby we are judging this like the end of the story. And and, it, mm -hmm. and it's, it's just not. It's just not the end yeah. of the story. Now, I don't blame anyone for judging it like the end of the story because no. that's our expectations. And yeah. I think the major failing of this cinematic is that it does not meet players' expectations. Mm -hmm. Like... We have expectations going into a raid ending cinematic, mm -hmm. particularly the last raid of an expansion. As players, we have those expectations. Mm -hmm. And this cinematic did not meet those expectations. Yeah. In a different context, in a different place in the game, in a different, like, just even as simple as outside the raid, handing it in and stuff like that it works much, much better. Because the story beat is great. The story beat is fine. Yeah, the I, story beat makes plenty of sense. Mm -hmm. It's just the delivery of it. Yeah. And and the context of where you see it and when you see it is part of the delivery. This mm -hmm. is all, all part of it. So the way the lines are said, the way lines are written, if you like, the way uh, you see it and where you see it, the context is just completely wrong. Yeah. And and people just wanted to see Farak blow up yeah, and they wanted to see him because he's such a great baddie he's such a good baddie he's such a great baddie they just the, want to see him be like, oh, you all suck you blow here's my yeah. dick uh, and then die yeah, like that's, that's what they want that's, that's, that's what that's, I want exactly exactly that's that is the payoff that like people are waiting for so when you hear that it's like oh we've 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 data mined the new and cinematic and yeah. it's like but it's not it's it is that but it also isn't and so yeah so i think it's a victim of all of these things but also like it's like you say i don't think the like actual delivery of it is, is like superior so 
Yeah. 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 A, so yeah. I, I think I think like I think the reaction to the cinematic has uh been fair. I think it was like as soon my first reaction when I saw it was like, oh no. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> like it's, you want it to be good, right? Yeah, yeah. You want it to be good so 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 much, mm -hmm. and you're like, you watch it, and your first first reaction isn't even like, oh, this sucks. Your first reaction is just like, oh no, oh, we're gonna be talking about this forever, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and like, and it's just that thing of yeah, it's just not, it's not the ending that the final raid in Dragonflight deserved because the expansion has been an absolute banger 10.2 is really really good yep. the raid by all accounts is top draw i look forward to, to going into that tonight completely yeah. blind <laughs> um <laughs> I, like without like I'm copying Jealous. my copying my talents and wow head the second before i go in and then Jealous. going in yeah totally um and uh yeah we just in a different world this cinematic could exist exactly the same as it is now but you have Firak blow up, and that's a pre-rendered cinematic. It doesn't need to last very long. It needs to last 20 seconds. Firak just like, Matt Mercer just giving it some. Oh, like, yeah. I'm melting or oh, something, I love, right? I love hearing yeah. his little voice pipe in. Oh, like, man. It's so good. Yeah, it's so exactly. good. And then you go and you give it in, mm -hmm. and you get that exact same scene. It still wouldn't mm -hmm. be WoW's finest moment, no. but it would be perfectly acceptable. Fine. And fine. It'd and you'd be, be like, well, that was a bit janky and yeah. a bit cheesy. And that was a minute out of, like, my 500-hour uh, yeah. game experience exactly. but, but fine whatever man at least yeah. the raid ending cinematic was a banger <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah so yeah and exactly. I, I think there's there's a world where this cinematic works perfectly just as it is mm -hmm. uh but it's not as a raid ending expansion I, I, as a cinematic and i think that's the main problem with it it's it's the wrong cinematic in the wrong place at the wrong time simple as that yep that's what I think. It's a nice way to wrap things up. Yeah, I think, I think so too. So, uh, yeah, um, thank you everyone for joining us today for episode one of uh, a Wow podcast. Obviously, there was so much more we could have talked There's about today. So much more, uh, and I guess that's good because we'll be able to talk about it next week, and that'll Hooray. be fun, won't it? That'll oh, I look great. forward to that. So when are we doing Hooray. these? Are Hooray. we doing these on Wednesday, uh, Thursday? We'll be doing these on either Wednesdays or Thursdays, okay. depending. Whoops, depending on like you know when is the best time to do it yeah really yeah because like, uh, i personally like having wednesdays just to catch up with like all well, the new stuff th that's thursday's from. a pretty good day it's nice to jump in and play some new stuff and then and then get in on a, a thursday yeah. doesn't mean it's a bit closer to the actual weekly reset then yeah you know so i don't want to be repeating we'll, like we'll i will be repeating out. a lot of what i've said here yeah. um in the weekly reset but in scripted yeah. form formulating yeah. ideas here which we then script for the weekly reset yeah, perfect perfect it, uh we're still in two minds about whether to have this podcast be part of the main channel like it is right now or to start putting it on the second channel instead that means it would stream from the second channel as well yeah. we'll like to have it streaming on twitch at the same time next week so let us know your opinion about that in the comments as well that'd be really really nice uh also if you haven't yet followed us on our brand new instagram account <laughs> you laugh at me i am yes but i am working hard to make this a, <laughs> make you. this a thing Do and it. like instagram content is hard man i was just yeah. like it's gonna be cute just photos of us doing stuff it's like no you have to do like i'm gonna have to like do videos of me reacting to stuff and it's oh. gonna be in vertical format I'm, oh. oh god if you are interested in that at all take a look at our instagram it's there um please <laughs> <laughs> 
uh let us know in the comments where you want to have it in the, the main channel or second channel uh there's yeah. i think that with my youtube head on the fact that this podcast is always gonna get less kind of views than our, our usual videos it might mess up yeah. our uh, algorithm ah i hate that word it's the worst isn't <laughs> and it an actual podcast version oh god uh okay, yes maybe yes. yeah yeah uh, that sounds like an heavy job getting that up yeah. on spotify and stuff yeah. like that yeah sounds yeah, good yeah, totally makes sense okay cool guys thank you uh thank you for bearing with us at the beginning while we just get stuff sorted out uh a little bit technically i like this i think this is this better is than good. the last setup we had isn't it yeah i still like a third camera uh but i will work on that and i'll get it somewhere yeah good and I'll, I'll get a good but i think and this is what i meant when i meant like this the stream oh I, I know that's what you meant I, I that's how i kind of yeah i just i just really want a, a, a camera angle where we're both in it yeah I, I don't know how to do that while we're both sitting here like this. It'll just have to be like in the back yeah, corner. You can just yeah. see us from the back. Um, and I'd love to get some guests on. I, I really Definitely. want Peculia to come on and talk maybe data mining and, and just general kind of, you know, no one knows WoW news like she does, right? No. Uh, but I don't want this to be a news podcast. I want this to be like a, just kind of us talking about chatting, our life in WoW games, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Just a chatty thing. Yeah. Uh, so we're not on the sofa, but the sofa is in view. And this is cozy. This is a cozy this is setup. Cozy. I love this. I love yeah, sitting yeah. in my extremely but comfy more like chair. A chat than a podcast. Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of the vibe I, I I'd like to go for. Really. Yeah. yeah to I be agree. honest, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's guys. Fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, from me, Taliesin, and me, Avatar. Until next time. Bye. Cheerio.